Views expressed on this program are those of the sponsors and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment Advisor Representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Indices mentioned are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. Asset allocation and diversification strategies cannot assure profit or protect against loss. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Capital Retirement Strategies and Cambridge Investment Research are not affiliated. Welcome to Plan for Life Now, the podcast. Yes, we are building up like a little snowball rolling down a hill, the podcast listening audience. We've got some momentum going here, Dave. We do. We've had... Some of you are actually listening to this. Well, that's Thank what I was going to say. I think we've had two or three people in the last week tell us, I've actually listened. I like so we that. like that. It's you good. Know. Not that you have to listen, but we try to keep it compact, informational, it's not, you know, we're not going to go on for an hour. It's going to be 20 minutes or so. You're actually going to learn something that's pertinent to the financial world going on, what's going on. And today we're going to talk about social security. Right. But first we got to do our redskin picks. Before we do oh, that. Yeah. What happened with our last redskin picks? I forgot what I picked and what you picked. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm glad I wish I forgot as well. You picked the redskins. I picked the Eagles. Wow. I'm actually ahead. Yes, it's been years since I've been ahead. Plus one. But I think we really have to start this segment. Oh, wow. Some some sound effects here, Dave. (laughs) That is high tech. You have sticking your (laughs) iPhone next to the mic. (laughs) Well, I just thought of this about 30 seconds before we went on the air. So I didn't. uh... That was ingenious. (laughs) Um, But they're playing well. It's nice to be four and two. It's nice to be. We haven't had a winning streak of four games at the beginning of a season. If you're a big Redskin fan, we sometimes have made the playoffs the past 20 years by these late season winning streaks. But we haven't had like a good start to a season. I can't remember. All right. All I do remember. Zorn. I know, Zorn. Zorn. First but year. this isn't Zorn. This isn't Zorn. This is a building team. This is a team that's slowly getting better. Right. Building a real team this time. I think we're going to beat Detroit Lions. Uh-huh. And I know if you're listening to this, you already know the result of the game. But I think we're going to beat the Detroit Lions. Um, oh, I'm sure it'll be another nail-biter. Let's go with uh, 24-21 Redskins. All oh, right. I think this time we're going to get a last-minute field goal from our field goal kicker, who might be the Pro Bowl field goal kicker. He's that good this year. I don't know his name. Um, I should know his name. <laughs> Why am I blanking because on it now? He's not one of those people whose names you remember, but right. he's having a very good season. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to go with the Redskins. Uh, I'm not going to try to play contrarian on this one. I don't care. You know, I don't even know how Detroit's doing this year. I, I really they're don't three even know. three and three at this okay. point. They've won, I think, their last two games. All right. I don't care. They are still Detroit. 
In my mind, they're an own sixteen team. We should always beat Detroit. You know, we historically do very well against Detroit. I, know we I do. think we've lost to them like twice in the last thirty years or right. something like that. So maybe that's a little biased, but uh, I'm sure a lot of people think that about the Redskins. <laughs> they see the Redskins and they go, "Well, we should beat them." Well, so I think the Redskins will win twenty-seven uh, seventeen. So cool. That's in their way of playing. That's a blowout. <laughs> That would be a blowout. That's a comfortable win there. That would be rare. Okay, so moving on to... (laughs) To the real topics. Yeah. So you and I both had the real. We don't discuss what we're going to do with the podcast. We just sort of bring stuff. And then you told me right before it. But right before it, you said, hey, I want to talk about Social Security. There was some news this week on that. And I said, hey, look at the calendar that I wrote down that we share. I had already written. That is the same thing I wanted to talk about. Great minds think alike. So I guess I'll introduce what we're talking about. There was news this week, earlier this week. That your social security check, if you're getting one, is going to increase in 2017. And you might be thinking, yeah. Good news. Wow. And you're thinking, first of all, last year it didn't increase. Or you might be thinking, if it did, I didn't notice it. Well, you didn't notice it because there was no increase in 2016. But 2017, hold on. Hold on. You're getting an increase of, drum roll, 0.3%. Now, see. Three-tenths of 1%. If I really was on my sound effects game, I would have had a drum roll right right there. But now that's when we had the real radio show. Right. We actually had that that with Ken, our producer. Now we know. But okay, so point. Now, what is that? And an average for the average retiree, that's $3.92 a month for the Mm -hmm. average retiree collecting Social Security. I don't know if you knew this or not, but $3.92 doesn't go that far. So, Dave, you're sitting here with That means I can't even get a fancy coffee at Starbucks. Uh, That's basically... uh, You you just took... A large or grande pike, (laughs) a venti pike. But if I wanted to have a venti latte, I think I've used up my entire increase. You're not getting the pumpkin spice latte with that increase. I don't... I'm glad I don't get that. I'll bet you it's expensive at Starbucks. I got a I just get regular tall pumpkin spice latte the other day. Just tall is the smallest one. I still, I'm not so much of a Starbucks uh, person that I know all these things, but the smallest one, $4.25. Wow. So you're $3.92, not even covering the smallest pumpkin spice latte. That's amazing. So the reasoning for, here's the way I understand it. You tell me how you, and I think the mm-hmm. reasoning for these no increases or low increases is basically has to do with a lot with the gas price. They look at gas as a big factor in this. And you know, gas prices have been depressed for a long time. Oil prices depressed. And that's been affecting your thing. Now, a lot of retirees drive less. You're not driving to work all the time. And you're not driving around the Beltway all the time or wherever you live where you're listening to this, your version of the Beltway, if you're retired. So that's not really one of your big expenses anymore, yet it's factored into the into the COLA of your social security. Yeah, I mean that's part of it because they the assumption is there that energy prices can be very volatile, which should go without saying after the last year when we've seen oil, you know, dip down to 30, back up to 50, it's it is volatile. So they average in changes in energy prices like that. Um, but yeah, the reason why it's a 0.3% increase when it looks like inflation is running closer to, you know, maybe one, one and a half percent overall. So we're still in a low inflation environment. But the reason why it trails behind that is they calculate the CPI based on what they call CPIW. 
right? So if you thought you were nerdy enough that you knew what CPI meant, right? And CPI is consumer price index, and that's how most people calculate inflation. If you're really nerdy, you know that there's not just one CPI. There are probably dozens, but there's a bunch of them. There's all kinds of different CPI, and one of them is called CPIW, which focuses a little bit more on urban residents, right? So people who live in cities. The bottom line of it is, and the complaints from some of these organizations who advocate for seniors and and people in that age group is... It puts emphasis on things that seniors don't tend to use as much. Like there's an emphasis in there on uh, entertainment and electronics, right? Buying, you mean like a new TV or yeah, buying an a new iPad, HD buying a right. you know, new computer, whatever that might be. And seniors are not known as the big, no. the biggest techies out there, right? You know, they're going to have proportionally lower consumption of electronics, and it doesn't put any sort of extra emphasis on inflation in things where seniors are big consumers, namely healthcare. So healthcare inflation year over year is running at 5.1%. Right? Wow. So that's really the problem. And I'm going to throw in another one, just in case you're interested, listeners, long-term care oh. healthcare. That segment of the healthcare is not growing as fast as regular healthcare. It's going up about 3.1% okay. a year. Still higher than the, the <laughs> higher than the cup of coffee you got on your social security check. Right. <laughs> than the uh, 90% of the pumpkin spice latte that you got. Right. They didn't fill it all the way up. Um so, you know, medical inflation is running higher and, and clearly seniors tend to consume more medical care, um, which we all do as we get older. So, you know, I thought there were two interesting kind of offshoots of the fact that Social Security is not going up by that much that I wanted to touch on. So one of them, which we've talked about in the past, is Medicare premiums. So if you recall, like Dave mentioned, in 2015, uh, Social Security didn't increase at all, right? 0% increase. Well, there's a law that was passed years and years ago that says that if Social Security benefits don't increase, you can't have Medicare premiums increasing. So basically, your your check from Social Security can't be any less than it was the year before. Okay. So what happened last year, now that applies to 70% of the country, Those of us that it doesn't apply to is if your adjusted gross income for a single person is more than $85,000 or for a married couple more than $170,000 or if you're just signing up for Medicare for the first time. So what happened last year was those people that fell in that category, make too much money or you're new to the system, had to bear the brunt of a lot of these increases. So the point of this is Medicare is inspected, expected to increase by 22% next year. Wow. That hasn't been announced yet, but those are the estimates that are, that are out there. The, the prices will be announced later this fall. So, you know, we can do another podcast all about that. Yeah. But what's going to happen there is we've got a lot of clients. If they're single, make more than 85,000, married, make more than 170,000. Once again, they're going to bear the brunt of those increases 
because they're not excluded. Well, what confuses me now is, okay, Medicare goes up 22% next year. Let's say it does. What's my Social Security check going to go up? It's just not – that's not factored into the so, into the equation. So if your Social Security, let's say you make less than the $85,000, you are a single person, then – Basically, that increase that you thought you were getting, the $3.92 you were going to spend on that pumpkin spice latte, or at least most of it, um, is going to go to the Medicare premiums, right? Now, if you make more than that $85,000 as a single person, you're going to get that increase, and then you're going to get a really big increase in your Medicare premiums, and you're actually going to see your benefits go down. Yeah, obviously. So, I think that's kind of... (laughs) One of the larger issues here um, is that you're going to see Medicare premiums go up. What do you think, the, to me, the globe, the bigger issue for the work we do? This is all, it is what it is. <clears throat> Nobody's going to be thrilled about all this stuff. If you're listening to this and you're relying on Social Security and obviously you're on Medicare, none of this sounds good. But I think from the planning point of view, we always have stressed um, monthly income is important. And, and starting to factor in things like I need enough money coming in from all sources every month to pay my bills and things are going to cost more. Right. This is what we – and everybody shakes their head, yeah. But it is really the fundamental. It is the – if you're building a house – oh, by the way, in financial planning, building a house is the analogy you always learn when oh, you go to financial planning school. Right. <laughs> there is no financial planning school. Go. All right. Day but, one, you're going to be building really, a house. But really, the foundation of a retirement plan is your retirement income. It can come from a pension. It yep. comes from Social Security when you start taking it. It has to be, for many of you, part of your 401k, TSP, IRAs, whatever, uh, investments for retirement. They have to go towards building an income plan, not just sort of being there, money to look at. Um, and this is a great example of why we always stress this and why we plan around the notion that if we can feel secure about our monthly income to the best of our ability and, and have enough for projected expenses, then it opens the door to be able to emotionally deal with the rest of the plan. See, Dave, this is why we work so well together, because I I told you that I had two offshoots that I wanted to talk about, the Medicare one, and then... You just took it and ran with it. The other one that yeah. I was thinking about, okay. which is the effect on the larger plan. Um, and I actually even ran, not that it's hard to do this, but I, I was jotting down some numbers here because you say, okay, a 0.3% increase. Yeah, all right. So I'm getting a little bit more. It's better than nothing. you know. And then you stop thinking about it. What I wanted to do is think about this in the context of your overall plan. And just to use some nice round numbers, let's assume that your retirement income is a hundred thousand per year, right? And it's made up from different sources. You got a little bit of pension, some social security, some withdrawals from your own assets. And let's assume that on that hundred thousand, on the whole thing, you got a cost of living adjustment of 0.3%, right? So that's going to come to an extra $300 this year, right? Okay, let's say inflation was running around 2%, right? This means that you've got to take $1,700 out of your assets that you didn't expect to. Right. $1,700 more that you didn't expect to. 
And when you compound that year after year after year, where you're trailing behind inflation, that will eventually grow to be a pretty big number. So this is like you were saying, when people worry about inflation or they worry about healthcare costs in the future, or they worry about just, you know, any sort of thing like that, it all comes back. The easiest solution is we have enough monthly income. You know, if you have a cushion in your monthly income, you know, you're planning for $5,000 a month, but you could really support $7,000 a month. You've got a cushion there. Maybe if everything goes perfectly, you don't need that cushion and that's fine. Maybe if you keep getting 0.3% increases on your social security, you're going to need that cushion sooner than you thought. Right. And this is why big pensions, if you're out there and you have a big pension, you know, like a big government pension, the old CSRS pension. Yep. This is why these things like this that uh, help you sleep at night. Right. Because you have enough money coming in every month to deal with We'll call this a little bit of the, it's not unexpected if you follow this stuff, but you have enough money for the increasing cost of things each month. And it's no big deal, I mean, when it comes to the the, the long-term health of your plan. But when all you're relying on is Social Security, right? or you have a little pension in some Social Security, these matters are magnified. Mm-hmm. And that's why every financial, every case that we do is different. When we have a case with someone who has large pension, we have couples who both the husband and wife have a large pension. Yep. Issues like this are not their biggest concern. Their real biggest concern is the rest of their assets and how we're managing it and, and what are we doing to grow it within the confines of their risk tolerance. But when you're dealing with this, this is magnified. And I think we've, I can honestly say, I think we've lost clients where you and I diagnose their case as this is a big issue. Mm-hmm. Yet the client is only concerned about growing my money in the stock market <laughs> or whatever. They're just worried. They're not really concerned about, you know, the notion of a more sophisticated outlook to their situation. While we're focusing on the fact that we got to prepare these people, they're, their plan for these things because all they're going to have is social security when they're 66 start taking it or whatever they have a different mindset and a lot of times we're not going to leave the mindset of making sure that you have enough monthly income before we move on to everything else because then we're not doing in our opinion we're not doing our job the right way yeah and that's why you know after we sit down and meet with people that's why we don't work with everybody that we meet with is a lot of the time there's not that meeting of the minds. You know, if, if they're just trying to grow their money as fast as possible, you know, forget about the risks associated, forget about the downside, that's usually not going to work out because we always want to make sure that no matter what happens, we can figure out how to pay those basic expenses. And it all starts with, you know, the pension income that you have coming in. All right. Thanks for joining us. We will be back next week. Yes. 